Welcome back, folks. Thanks for tuning in yet again. Glad we haven't put you off just yet. Uh, we are joined today by Mr. Lee Nathan of Studio Vine. So a little bit about Lee and his involvement. Um, Lee is the Managing Director, is that right, Lee? Of Studio Vine. And Studio Vine are our marketing design agency who are responsible uh, for the fantastic website we have. So Lee, thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. Now, I think uh, people might get the hint that you're up in Bristol at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they got that from, but uh, so you, you expanded up to Bristol um, about six months ago. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So um, talk, talk to us a little bit about um, how you got involved in starting Studio Vine. How I started Studio Vine? Yeah. Um, so the business was started about four or five years ago now. Um, and it was literally just slowly put in place um, and designed really for just slow growth really in the Plymouth area, uh, which is where our head, our head office is. Um, and then we so decided then that we needed to get in touch with um, key partners in the Plymouth area. Um, and the Plymouth Raiders was one of those key partners that we really wanted to get involved with. Um, so we had our meeting with Heather and um, from there really it just grew strong. Um, and it's really helped us as a brand really to get out there in the area um, because obviously the reach that the Raiders have got. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now we've had uh, a couple of iterations of our, our website now. I'm going to get invaded in a second. He can... The cat is, is on the prowl. Richard <laughs> well, um, fights off the cat. Tell, tell us a bit more about Studio Vine then. So Studio... Oh, there we go. So Studio Vine um, is a design agency. So we specialize in branding and brand strategy, which obviously work very closely with the Raiders on with their new brand, um, with the takeover three years ago now, was it? Yeah. 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 So um, we worked with you on the takeover of that one and rebranding the Raiders um, and obviously put a new website in place then. And then last, uh, sorry, this year, um, <laughs> the early part of, sorry, early part of last year, sorry, I'm getting me um, getting mixed up now. Um, we obviously went and developed a new website for you, bespoke for the Raiders. Because um, we just felt that we needed to put you to the next level and add some more um, features and stuff to the website um, to benefit the fans, really. Um, um, so and, and obviously we used our, you know, the skills that we've got in-house, because um, obviously web's one of our most important things that we do. Um, so we're very, very good at and something very, very passionate about. Um, is you know people's online um, experience um, and how we can enhance um, that experience for customers. Yeah. So have you uh, you've become a big basketball fan now? I, I think haven't you? Absolutely. I didn't know anything <laughs> about basketball when I first started, and um, soon got drummed into me. You know, it's like the first time you go, isn't it? You're like, well, what does that mean? What is that? What, why is that happening? Why have they stopped? What's going on? <laughs> It's me. Um, <laughs> just, we're just coming out of that phase now, aren't we, Badrack? <laughs> and then you can get into it. And then obviously then when you bring someone new along and they'll ask the same questions like, oh, don't you know? It's just because of X, Y, and Z. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Selena's been coming with me for 20 plus years and she still doesn't know. <laughs> Either that or she does it deliberately to annoy me. Yeah, I think my team know the rules inside and out because they do obviously the programme each time as well. So um, you know, when they're sitting there doing it, they know more about the rules than I do. Oh, I'm learning. I'm, I'm watching. I'm learning. I'm doing a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you wear a couple of different hats as well, don't you, Lee? So you're actually the the chairman of Southwest 
Federation of Small yeah. Businesses? That's correct, yeah. So when I was in Plymouth, um, I was the youngest ever chairman um, for the FSB in Plymouth. Um, and then I was made up to Devon Area Lead. And recently this year, I was appointed to be the um, Southwest Regional Chairman for the Federation. Thank you. Um, something I'm very proud of. Um, we got, I think it's 25,500 members across the Southwest from Gloucester. So my area now covers from Gloucester down to Cornwall through to Dorset. So yeah, very, very proud of it. And um, yeah, keep it very busy at the moment. <laughs> Yeah. So what has what what have you been doing specifically with that hat on to sort of support businesses? What recently or in general? Yeah. Well, during during the current lockdown and, and all the issues. Coronavirus. Yeah, so obviously, as you can appreciate, as um, our agency goes at the moment, very, very quiet. Um, we're still there supporting in the background, but not a lot, as you can imagine. Um, but obviously for FSB, it's just advising businesses on things like furlough grants. And just generally how businesses, you know, can survive and support themselves through this time. Um, you know, we're, we're all in it together. I know we're all getting fed up of hearing that, but we are all in it together. Um, but there's a lot of fake news out there and a lot of, you know, stuff that isn't true. And people still don't understand what's what. So we've just been really there guiding and helping and supporting. And also now we're working on, okay, right, what's the exit strategy going to look like? Um, you know, what do businesses need to do now to prepare themselves to get themselves back up and running again? Um, so that's a big thing that we're working on at the moment. Have most of the people you've been working with, are they, are they weathering the storm? Um, are there any in sort of dire need? Uh, and, and is the government support enough, do you think? Oh, good question. Um, okay, so um, obviously for the uh, furlough staff, 80%, you know, that was a really good, um, that was a really good um, scheme to put in place um obviously we really lobbied very hard for the self-employed 80 percent scheme yeah. as well it's because of the fsb that we managed to get that we didn't think they were going to do the full 80 percent, but they did which is great um, and obviously that's due in june um but like anything you know you have to do this have to put these schemes in place for the majority um you're never going to please everyone and obviously there's still a few things that some people are upset about like the dividends and so on um, but you know, there's only so much you can do. Um, but you know, we're there supporting everyone as best as we can really. Yeah. Um, I had a chat with the council about, um, uh, the loan, oh, sorry, the grants that are available. Um, if you're up to 15,000 to, uh, if you're up to 15,000, I think you get a 10,000 and then it's 25,000 up to, to 50,000. But, um, and, and there's still a lot of businesses at the moment that still haven't claimed. Yeah. They've got until the end of the month to make that claim or else obviously the money then goes back to government. Um, and the reason that a lot of that is in um, a lot of people haven't claimed at the moment is because a lot of people are still unsure how they go about doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of people worried they're going to have to pay it back, um, which obviously they don't. So, um, yeah, there's still a little of un a lot of uncertainty there about these grants. Um, but, um, you know, they, it's there to be used. So people do need to be doing it, but they've only got what a few days left in order to claim. Yeah. But I must say, um, Plymouth City Council, out of all of them, um, obviously our head office is there. So, you know, I can scream and shout about uh, Plymouth City Council. They're one of the best in the region. Um, they got straight onto it and were paying people very, very quickly. Um, you know, we, there's still a lot out there that still aren't paying people and there's still a lot of delay, but Plymouth City Council did do a really, really good job. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I had a chat with David Draffin a couple of weeks ago at, about it, in fact, and 
um, in regards to the, 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 the caps, the 15,000 and the 50,000, it's, it's one of those things that you just have to, the government had to come up with something quickly. And yes, it doesn't catch, catch 100% of people, but you know, it catches the majority. But yeah, I've, I've been following and they've been very proactive uh, in issuing the money, not only issuing the money, but I know they're, they're chasing around about 800 um, companies still in the area who haven't actually claimed yet. So they're proactively sort of going out and chasing those companies. So yeah, congratulations um, to PCC. Fantastic job. As you One say. Thing I never thought I'd hear myself say, but no, very well done to them. <laughs> a really, really good job. And, you know, we're really proud of the work they've done. Um, like I say, there's still some councils that we had to chase. So, you know, Plymouth City Council got straight onto it, which is really good. How have you um, found the transition um, between uh, Plymouth and uh, Bristol? Because I, I know you uh, or you and I have attended a lot of networking events in Plymouth. And um, have you done the same sort of thing in Bristol? What sort of what are the differences in terms of business in Plymouth and business now in Bristol? Um, OK, so obviously I set the business up in Plymouth, very well known in Plymouth. Um, and, um, you know, so it was, it was um, so it was easier setting up in Plymouth because I was well connected. Uh, when we moved to Bristol, it was literally like starting a business all over again. Um, so very, very hard networking, um, getting to know people, but also remember where your roots are as well. You know, Plymouth is always going to be um, a key city for us. Um, it's where most of our business comes from at the moment. Um, but, you know, we want to have a presence in both parts. So, you know, the two major cities in the southwest, Bristol and Plymouth. So, um, you know, it, it has, has it been easy? No. Um, did we get it right? No, but hey, you, you know, you live and learn, right? Um, yeah, we should have networked harder before I actually moved up here <laughs> and found out a bit more about the city um, because, you know, how Bristol runs as a city is completely different to, to Plymouth. You know, their priorities are different. How they react to stuff is very, very different. You know, it's double the size, you know, so it's just how things are. You know, you just got to learn to understand how to work the city, really. Um, and also then the connections you've got, you know, I've got some really strong connections down in Plymouth. We didn't have any of those up in Bristol. You know, I literally came up here knowing about four people. Um, but, you know, it's now starting to um, starting to pay off now the hard work that's been put in place in Bristol. And, you know, obviously, you know, from that we can grow the teams in both cities. So, you know, we've still got a plan to grow Plymouth um, because it is our key city. And obviously then... Um, well, it was for this year, but um, <laughs> might be towards the early part of next year now, obviously, to grow in Bristol as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned earlier that you're, you're a bit quiet and obviously you and I have been working on a few bits and bobs behind the scenes as well, which is good. And we'll come on to some of those later. But um, what uh, I think you're expecting to have a bit of a bounce now and, and when things start to reopen, um, the feeling is that companies are going to start to look at marketing and try and get their the services out there again um so all being well that should be good for for you and your position with the design agency side of things yeah absolutely you know it, it's like anything you know when the tough guy when the tough times come the first thing you reduce is your marketing you know i would argue the fact that that's when you then really need to plow into it but you know businesses always always cut back on things like the marketing um you know when there is a downturn but as soon as businesses get back up and running, we're the ones that, you know, you come straight to because you need marketing campaigns. Look, how's the website performing? You know, what's changed now? Um, especially in this, you know, how this is now, um, you know, a lot of businesses are going to be thinking, right, well, actually, 
can we still run how we used to? Do we have to change anything? What do we look like as a business? And we've done that ourselves. You know, we've looked at, okay, right, well, when we put ourselves back out there again, what do we look like as a business? You know, what can we change? So we have been offering free advice to businesses or me personally, um, you know, on how, right, okay, so how can you adapt now? What have you done? What can we do differently? You know, how can you enhance your digital experience? Um, you know, what's your website looking at the moment? So we've just been offering free advice to people really uh, during this time to start putting in some plans um, ready for when, you know, they can go up and running again. And or, or, you know, not just up and running, you know, what they can do to weather it, you know, is that because there's still some business out there that are absolutely booming at the moment. So, um, you know, it's, it's just taking the advantage of the situation and not trying to make it all doom and gloom. Um, just step back. Okay, right. Well, I did this for my business. Okay, right. Well, say, you know, you had a, you know, um, an antique shop, say, for instance. And okay, right. Well, no one could come into the shop now. Great. Well, let's see. You know, can you not put that online and then start promoting it that way? How can you social then and, you know, work that kind of way so that there are tools out there, um, you know, to help help businesses reach their customers but they've got to do it a different way now look how we're having these meetings you know they're all digital at the moment is this going to be the new way of doing it who knows um but you know it's just learning to adapt to it um and you know taking full advantage of it yeah no you're absolutely right i mean i've said a couple of times on on these um discussions that i've worked from home for many years and um was used to conference calls but actually it's a lot more engaging doing it like this where you can sit down and see people because it's it's so easy to clip into a conference call and switch off and carry on with something else and then you suddenly you hear your name and you go yeah what was that? <laughs> yeah yeah and you, you hope to say yes or no and it be the right answer one way or the other but um, yeah yeah so i think it's very good that you can do this yeah yeah but, um, I mean, sorry i agree with you when you say when companies go in crisis marketing is the first one they cut usually i think because of uh, saving money but I think, especially in times like this, maybe we just should be saying, yes, we are still here. That's maybe the message to be getting out there. You know, we still exist, we do it. And it's also how we define crisis. I think uh, when we call anything that's a crisis, when business is not as usual. And uh, like you said, for now, it's the same for all of us, actually. But uh, two things amazes me. I mean, there are lots of marketing agencies out there. But I think brand management, I worked a lot myself on that side. I think that is very, I find it very difficult. And how do you, how do you keep being creative? I mean, can it be taught? Are you just born with it? Because I think that's my least talent. I would not call myself creative at all. Well, fortunately, I've got a team behind me that can obviously put that together. So um, that really does help. Um, but, you know, I think it's just something that I think, yeah. Yes, you can be born with it or you can be taught it, but I think you've just got to, it's from within, I think, you know, you just see, you have a good vision, don't you? You just see things and, you know, that's why companies come to an agency because that's how they deal with it. It's, their, it's what they do for a living, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you know, you give us the ideas and you give us, you know, what you're trying to achieve. And, you know, that's for us, it's, to, sorry, it's for us then to put that together and hopefully wow you but also then to understand what your customer is all about you know because a brand isn't just a logo it's what people think about you right you know the raiders you know we could have just put all this together and whatever but we need to know what the fans felt about the raiders you know and even my business you know what what do people think when they hear studio vine um you know and, and is that right is that what we want them to think um so you know we live and breathe it so for us it probably comes 
natural, but you know, if, if you don't do it naturally, you know, you, you start thinking, I say, what's this going to be about? What's that going to be about? So over the last um, five years, the web has developed tremendously in terms of the technologies that are available to us and how they can be used. So what, what, what do you think is going to happen over the next five years? Oh, Christ. What are we going to um, be able to do? What do we need to invest in? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, I remember when I first started doing web myself and learning it, um, you know, these were the days when you used to do things in Dreamweaver and try and code it yourself. And then CMSs came out. So content management systems like your WordPresses and so on. Um, so, you know, over the last five years, I think it's dramatically changed, you know, that because anyone can build web now. So, you know, we, we don't hide that fact. Anyone can do a website. That's, yeah, yeah. but it's knowing how to build a website is a completely different thing and knowing what the customers want and knowing how to put, you know, things in place and to, you know, enhance that experience really. Um, and that's what we do really. Um, but I think moving forward, um, I think it's all going to be about um, interaction and engaging with the, with the customer, um, more video, um, a lot more about imagery um, and, you know, making it short, snappy. I think eventually we're going to be talking to, to the web. Um, I think that's a big thing. We played with it a bit last year on our website um, and it was quite interesting, some of the feedback that we had and stuff like that. But I think we'll end up talking to the web. Um, so I think that'd be a big thing. I think that'd be integrated a lot maybe with your, like your Google homes and so on. I know there's a lot of people out there playing with it at the moment. Um, so yeah, I can see it changing an awful lot, but also um, how our, our normal lives get interacted with that as well. You know, as you can see, web is changing so much and there's so much more we're doing with it now because we know more about it. I think over the next five years, we'll be doing an awful lot more and relying on it an awful lot more as well. I'm about to sneeze, I think. Um, there's also the, the way in which people want to consume content is changing dramatically, isn't it? You know, the, the um, more and more people don't actually want to go to a website to consume their content. They, they, they're consuming their content through Instagram, through um, Twitter, through through a, a, a growing multitude of, of social media channels. Yeah, so, so you know, it, it's just understanding what all these digital um, tools are all about. So social is great for, just for interaction, but, you know, keep your web, you, you know, and this is where you need to understand the difference between things like your website and your social channels, but then also understanding what your social channels are all about. Um, how you'd interact with someone on Instagram is completely different to how you do, say, Twitter and Facebook. So it's understanding those platforms, how you interact with the customers on those. You know, Twitter's short, snappy, straight to a point, moving on, where Facebook's all about engagement and trying to get a conversation and engagement with, with your audience. Um, and Instagram is all about inspiration and, you know, trying to engage that way. Um, your web should be, you know, your online um, shop or, you know, um, shop front, you know, um, to try and obviously get people to it um, and then obviously then doing what you need it from it whatever that journey may be whether that's lead generation whether that's to sell something or information but even how we put that information on our website is changing now you know the days of when you used to have to have so much copy you know people don't want that anymore they just want short quick straight to the point information because that's how we um that's how we digest information you know these days you know it's all changed i want to know how long before i can have a 3d um, experience with a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe that's something that needs to be done in the next five years. <laughs> you know, um, actually, um, 
there are quite a few people with with a powerful enough laptop or, or desktop to be able to view it in 3d now just via google yeah yeah obviously you know you've got um vr and stuff so um you know those side of things it's just how you'd adapt that into the web really um and whether it'd be popular um you know i think it would be with us geeks but not necessarily <laughs> That's probably be with something in my eyes. We have a big VR lab uh, in Turkey. We we do lot we do lots of development. Actually, I know your company is called Studio Wine, but I can actually come and work in the um, farm. What do you call it? When you cut cut the wine, what is it called? Vineyard. No, vineyard. But what is the cutting thing? It's you don't call it cutting. When you prune mm. wines. Okay. Prune. Oh yeah. So I am an expert in pruning wine only because we developed a game and I played with it so much. So every time you cut it wrong in those things. Yes. But I think watching a basketball game with a 3D glass, I don't see that coming. Sorry. That's fine. You say that. I mean, I have seen technology. Um, I think it was my brother showing me when he was in the States a couple of years ago, um, the, the virtual uh, or is it augmented reality where you can actually it's like you are anywhere in the stadium. So there are a number of uh, cameras around and you can basically choose to watch the game from any different angle. It's, it's incredible. You, you, you used to be able, I think you can still do that. I am on some football games on TV. You can choose which camera you are. Yeah. On. Yeah. But, but yeah, that, interacting with it in 3d would be good still. Yeah. Well, I've frozen, haven't I? Yeah. You are on my computer, and now you're. <laughs> yeah, we might use that photograph of you for some while yet, Richard. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I need to move my mouse. So we've been uh, engrossed in talking, and my screens have all gone blank. We so, got uh, Lee with us, and Paul, who's a computer programmer. I will be using your, but you're frozen yeah. again. I think. Yeah. All right, bear bear with me, everyone. Technology is wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, you <laughs> get to tickle your mouse. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll reappear in a minute, I'm sure. So we'll, we'll carry right. on. You're fine now. Am I? All right. I can't see you, but I'll, yeah. I'll trust you. There we go. There we go. Now I can see I'm everyone. Back. Yeah, we're still recording, so that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, as, as you were saying earlier, Paul, the, the technology moves so quickly now. I mean, Lee, in the three years that we've worked together, we've had two iterations of the site already, haven't we? And yeah. um, you know, as the, the technology is changing so quickly, and it's it's a case of you know how long. How long should people sort of keep their website reasonably static before updating? I guess you're going to say six months, change it. <laughs> every day. Sorry? I said you're going to say every day. Absolutely. Um, well, no, I mean, a lot of it's understanding, um, you know, how things are changing, what people are wanting from a website. Um, and then also, um, you know, because your old website, say for instance, the first one that we did with you, we constantly monitored what people were doing on, on the site um, in order for us to enhance that experience. So we took all that information away um, and, you know, adapted that for the new one um, and made an awful lot of changes because we realized actually what they do want was say, they wanted the news first and to really know what the latest information is for the Raiders as opposed to when the next game was, you know, it's that sort of stuff. So when we adapted it, um, you know, it was those sort of things that we really put in place first um, because we'd listened to what everyone wanted. And that's why you obviously need to keep on top of, you know, your website and, you know, what exactly what your customers want. Um, without knowing that, we wouldn't have known that. 
and yeah. we still have the same website now. We had a few issues with it, like anything, you know, it never runs smoothly. <laughs> um, but you know, the new site, you know, we, t we really tested hard before we put it live. Um, and touch wood, um, it's going well. Um, but, um, you know, that, that was only because that we knew it needed updating and, you know, it's what the fans wanted. Um, and yeah. I think, you know, what we delivered, we had some really, really good feedback from everyone, which is fantastic. And I believe it's one of the best in the league. So obviously we're biased about that, but I do believe it's <laughs> the best in the league. But it's also important we keep feeding it with new content all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And reinvesting into it, you know, it's OK. Right. Well, what else do we want to add to it? What else can we do? You know, um, you know, because in the, the day, you know, it's how you can improve that fan engagement. OK, right. Well, so what else can we add to it? You know, and these are talks that we always con consistently have in how we can improve that that service to the fans um, because you've got to stay ahead of them. You don't want them dictating what you want. You know, you've got to be you know wowing them. Okay, great. We've now had this, this. You know, we're now doing this. You know, um, and using the technology that's out there, or you know, thinking of new things to come up with. You know, okay, we, we thought about doing this, or we thought about doing that. How can we interact on the days? with the fans via the website or, you know, by using technology, you know, because that is how it's moving forward. Um, you know, we've seen this year, the program, say for instance, we went digital with it. Um, and that's already, you know, increased um, the viewing rate. Okay, we've got plans moving forward to, um, you know, adapt that as well. Um, but, you know, even, even that was, and you were the first people in the league to do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was really good as well. And it's had some really good feedback. Sometimes you've got to just go with it because uh, I'm sure if you put a questionnaire out, a lot of people say, oh no, I like a hard copy. But sometimes you just got to think, no, I need to get on with this. We've got to move forward. We need to seem like we're very proactive. Um, you know, you put on a good show for everyone. So also, you know, need to move forward with technology and, and the experience as well. So it's all part of one package. Yeah. Well, that's a great example, actually, because that's a conversation we all had back in or last summer, wasn't it? Um, and we were expecting some people to be a little bit, oh, we've always collected programs. And but actually, we haven't had any complaints at all. Um, we've given the program away for free because we obviously don't, we don't have to go through the pain of getting it printed. Um, we give away a free A3 folded um, sort of mini program every single game, which has the link to the the other programs so that allows everyone in the in the venue to have key information like uh the team lists for example and the rules and um but yeah it's gone really well and we've uh, so we've gone from having maybe 120 people buying the program each week to four or five hundred people viewing it online which is superb and you know and also you know again it's the experience that you can do with the digital um program you know you can put links to people's websites so you know your sponsors are actually benefiting from it because there's links you can put in there you can put videos in there you know um, analytical data to see how people are using the program to you know give a better experience with the program and that's the great thing with digital really and technology is you know you can enhance that experience for everyone but it's just having um, I think just that vision of right okay right how can we adapt to the change and how can we you know move forward with everything and you know I think that's one thing the Raiders are always very very keen on right okay what can we do to really move drive forward and not stay stale really with what's around you know, oh, we've always done it this way, so let's stay with that. You know, the Raiders don't seem to think that way. It's always, okay, right, Lee, what can we do next? What can we do with your team? You know, how can you help us with this? And that's great. That's really good to hear. And, you know, I think the fans love it as well. Sometimes it's, you know, I want to pull my hair out with some of the ideas, but, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, so I'm probably one of your, your, one of your worst customers because 
I'm one of those people who has a little bit of knowledge about this. <laughs> yeah. Having done graphic design back in the day, so I probably drive you nuts. Is that, there's no probably about it. I know I drive you nuts. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, you do. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I think <laughs> that's just us with our expertise then saying, actually, Rich, that bit can't be done, but let's do it like this or like that and see how we can adapt it or just take your idea, revision it and think, okay, right, this is actually what he does mean and then package it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I, so I, to... go on, Bashan. Sorry, I've never worked in the marketing side of the things, but I kind of relate uh, to Lee and I would, if I would, I would prefer to have customers like Richard than non-reactive ones because I think when you appoint a marketing director or agent, you think they should have you the best web page and best marketing, but if you don't feed them with ideas and information about what you actually do. So I think what you are doing is great, Richard. Keep going. Keep driving me nuts. Yeah, keep driving me nuts. It's fine. It's all about uh, Foxy. So uh, anything you need about Foxy, you can come to me. But I thought you said you weren't going to talk about Foxy this time. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't speak about in the last couple of programs. I'm allowed to talk. Yeah, we're jealous. So, Lee, what do you think we could be doing now to to drive better value for our sponsors? Um, we, we we can't stand still, can we? We have to keep taking it forward. Yeah, and I think the, you know the next thing for sponsors and what you can do on that side of things is i think is converting them to digital you know this year we added the banners to the website so you know you can sell sponsorship via the website which you'd never have before so it's another revenue stream that you know the raiders can really um play upon um and really help you know so from that it's okay right what else can we do on the website you know is can they have their own mini pages you know how else can we enhance it on the program you know is there videos they can do it with it you know, and I think it's just re but because you can get the data back, you can prove that it's actually working. Where when, when you just put something into print, it's just oh, okay. Well, it will, I've got no proof of what's what. You just it's hearsay, right? But when, you know, with digital, we can say right. You know, actually, this page has got this many views. Great. What else can we do? You know, um, I think you know we could probably enhance the newsletter better and use that better. Um, mm -hmm. um, I think this year hasn't. Well, I think today it's always been a bit of a okay, right, well, we need to do that as opposed to we have to do that. Um, and, you know, really plan on that, you know, see how we can use the program better, um, you know, whether the website, we can store them onto the website so people can log in and use them um, and, you know, consistently go back for an archive. Um, we've spoke about that before with Rich and that's something, you know, we can look at as well. Um, and again, that, you know, then there's parts of the website that sponsors can, you know, sponsor perhaps, you know. Um, we've, we've spoken about that before. So I think, you know, using the digital part, um, I think is, is the most important thing really, is how we can really get them to really, you know, really use the website. Do, because um, there's always the opportunity for our sponsors to actually supply us with some material to put up there. And, and, and of course, some of them we may need assistance in producing that material. Um, so there's a great opportunity for both of us there, I think. As in um, design content or? Um, well, there, there's no reason that we couldn't be hosting sponsors' videos on our web site. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you guys, got, you guys got the great facilities there that you could probably help them record some videos, you know? 
um, and then you know the website can host them that's no problem at all um, but, and again people want to be watching videos so maybe you know as part of a sponsorship package you say look we'll do a promo video with you and we can put that onto our website um, that could be a great thing to add um, I'm probably going to regret saying that because Rich is I can see Rich's mind going already um, <laughs> but you know maybe that's the sort of thing we need to be doing maybe more of these interviews and getting them online as well you know um, I think that'd be a great thing as well. But, you know, I think really trying to see how, trying to tailor as much as you can to what the sponsors, to actually what the sponsors want. Cause you've got some sponsors that just want to contribute, but don't really want to get that involved. And you've got other ones that really want to get involved. And then it's just, right, okay, well, what do you want? What do you want to achieve from this? You know, is it exposure? You know, is it just, is it brand exposure, you know, or is it just aware, you know, what is it you really, really want to get from it? And I think that's, you know, comes from the Raiders side of things when they you know when they're talking to sponsors isn't just saying right well these are packages just choose is actually knowing from them which they do but it's knowing more about what they really really want to achieve from it you know if it's more social they want then the website isn't the key point for them to go on it's okay right well let's try and drive you more um more engagement via social you know so it's you know it's that side of thing you know if, if it's to get out to the mass then okay right well why don't you sponsor our newsletter and we'll really push that this year um, you know, and then we use the website to try and encourage, you know, um, the newsletter signups. So it's, it's, it's just working out what the sponsors want um, and then, you know, making it tailored to them, really. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've been banging that drum for, for three years. It's, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've had sponsors come up to us and say, well, I'd like, I'd like Courtside Board. And, and actually, when you speak to them and say, well, what is it you, you want? What are you looking for? And I've actually steered them away from a Courtside Board and, and onto something else. But you're absolutely right. If, um, if we can get sponsors um, engaging with us in a way that returns something for them, then they're more likely to work with us for the future. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to say I don't want to work with partners who aren't getting anything out of it, but um, you know, if people are getting something out of it in return, then that's the kind of partners we want to work with. And also, I think it's, you know, it's important to try and get the partners together more often. Um, I think yeah. that's key. Um, because you know there's nothing worse than paying into something and thinking what the hell am I going because you know renewing in 12 months time if you think you haven't got nothing from it then you, you know it's yeah all right but you know digital's great because you can give the facts and figures you know so actually you know you've got this much engagement you know great come on let's let's see what we can do but yeah. also, you know part you know businesses want to engage with other businesses and yeah. you know you have done some of the events I think we could probably do more of them yeah. uh, and see how we can engage better um, but you know, I, I think businesses would like that more. Um, you know, just trying to make them feel a bit more special um, and you know involved with the club as much as you can, really. Yeah. Did you get a gold ball from Richard? Did you get a gold ball from Richard? No. Oh. Look. You Turn must up. have been out on the court and had a gold ball, Mr. Nathan. Come on. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yes, we did one. Yes, we did this year. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about it because Gavin attended. I actually asked him to say no before the show. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, you're making us out to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we can give we can give people a bit of a hint of what we're working on at the moment, don't we? Because we we've had some discussions behind the scenes about uh, the way we're going to take things, and I think we're going to put a little bit of work in into uh, breaking out a separate Raiders Foundation area, aren't we? Yeah, so so um, you know we we want to keep the Raiders site obviously mainly for the Raiders um you know mainly for bbl but obviously letting you know um encourage obviously what else is going on and inform but um there is you know we are looking at now doing two separate 
well, sorry, one I think it is, um, for um, your community programme, um, just really so we can pack a lot of information into one site. And we're not diluting the information for the raiders. So yes, we are in talks with that at the moment, which is exciting. Um, and uh, well, more exciting for you than me, because obviously we've got to put it together. Um, <laughs> um, but that's really exciting, you know, and I think once that's live, um, it's, it's just other avenues, isn't it? You know, for the Raiders, you know, you're not just yeah. doing one thing, you know, you're out there trying to do as much as you can, which is great. And you've got to, you know, I think if you just stuck with the BBL team and that was it, you wouldn't survive, right? You know, you've got yeah. to be doing all these other things. And also, you know, with your community programs, they're your future. So yeah. it's, you know, it's encouraged them to come into the sport at such a young age. And you'll know this better than me that, you know, basketball is, isn't um, the biggest sport in the UK, but amongst young children, they really enjoy it, don't they? They do. Yeah. Um, yes. We need to work hard at with these, you know, with this new program in order to, um, you know, encourage that. And, you know, we need to talk on that level where the Raiders talks, the Raiders main website talks, um, you know, to the level of that sort of basketball, you know, so we need to take it away a bit and not dilute what those other programs are about. Normally I would say, try and put it all under one platform, but because it's going under its own brand and it, you know, there's a lot that needs to be involved with it, that yes, we need to have it under separate, um, under a separate platform. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so much information now. I mean, one of the, we talked about using new technologies. So one thing we're working on for next year is to introduce online payments for all our, um, all our programs for the under 12s all the way up to um, sort of under 16s, under 18s, little ballers, active aging. So people can go on. Um, we've been working with a new piece of software that we're going to hopefully into, integrate into the new site that allow people to go on to the Plimstock Pelican page and, and book for a certain amount of weeks. And, um, and hopefully that means people won't have to worry about trying to find cash every week, which um, seems to be a bugbear for everyone. So um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really good next year. I'm looking forward to putting all that together. And again, it just goes to what we were saying, you know, about enhancing digital and what else we can do with it. You know, online payments is you know moving things forward dramatically. You know, it makes your life easier. It's easier for the you know the customers because they just literally just pay online, do it there and then. It's so simple, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Um, and and again, it's given a better experience to them. You know. Uh, if someone said to me, oh, you know, you need money now, I'm like, oh, Christ, where do I got to go for that? I'm going to have to go to your cash point, you know, because I don't carry money myself. Um, and well, You're like the queenly, aren't you, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. We no more use cash as much as we used to. I'm, you can't find me with that many quite often. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think moving forward, especially from this, um, I think cash will become less and less, you know. At the moment, shops aren't taking cash. Yeah, I um, just... Yeah, and I think that'll become even more popular moving forward. And maybe that's one of the big changes that will come out of this as well. Um, you know, this whole crisis is is money as well, and how we yeah, absolutely. So uh, time is sort of uh, catching up with us here. Um, so Lee, what what sort of message would you give to anyone out there watching who wants to improve their website and wants to get in touch with you, and um, as especially coming out the back of uh, the current lockdown and, and coronavirus crisis, um, what should they be doing? Well, I'd be saying now, you know, obviously we've got this free consultation. So if you want to have your website look at, or even your brand, you know, anything really, you know, we offer a 12, we, 12 months, we offer a, a one year, uh, a one hour consultation um, to, you know, really drone in. Okay. Right. Well, what was your, you know, what was you struggling with beforehand? How can we help you just to drive your business back up again? But also, you know, 
let's have a look at your website and see what's changed. You know, what services can you now adapt to? You know, again, using digital, you know. So I'd say to any, any business that's got a website or a brand or anything, well, we've all got brands, but, you know, now's the time, whilst we've got this downturn, to really look at it and invest in it now because when you're back up and running, it'll be put to the back of your mind. Yeah. You use, it, use this time wisely now to really put a plan in place of attack. We don't know when we're going to be able to be back up and running, but use this time wisely, you know, um, learn some new stuff about the business. It's something new that you can add to the business, something you can adapt to the business. Um, and that's what we've been trying to encourage people. Like I say, we've done it ourselves. You guys have even done it yourselves as well. You know, how can we use this time wisely to really adapt what we've got um, and, you know, come out of this stronger you know, is there a service that we've been using that we don't offer anymore? You know, is there a product that we can offer? You know, all this sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, just get in touch. You know, if not ask anyone, you know, I don't mind people going to chat to everyone else. I'd love them all to come to me. But hey, you know, <laughs> that's how it is. But, um, you know, just get in touch with agencies and just really have a good chat with them. A lot of agencies are doing what we're doing, just offering consultation because we just want to talk to people, you know. We're sat at home, well, I, I've got my FSB stuff, but a lot of us are sat there, you know, thinking, okay, we really want to get it stuck in with, you know, with, with clients. Um, so, you know, take take advantage of the um, the free consultations that we're all offering at the moment. Yeah. What email address do you want them to come to? So, yeah, if they can just, if they can email, email me direct. So lead.n at studiovine.co.uk. Um, drop me an email um, or go onto our website. There's a link on there and we're quite happily, you know, um, Give you the consultation i was at a networking event last week and i had three people from it again just three hours of my time just offering some free advice and you know what they absolutely loved it so and to me it's just mm. makes me feel good you know they'll tell people that we've helped them in the past and hopefully you know things will come out right for us in the end as well so i'm confident that from this you know we will do fine um because we you know companies need agencies they need us um so you know once it's all back up and running people are going to come back to us but at the moment use us at the moment use our skills to try and help you put a plan in place ready for when you can get back up and running of course bashak and i are also associated with mla college and you yes, do a little bit of work you very well yeah so do you want to have a look at our website as well absolutely uh, drop me an email <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. I will take a look. You know, obviously we've, we've dealt with you guys in the past. Well, you used to be our neighbours. So um, when was the science part? So yeah, absolutely. We'll take a good look and, um, you know, see if there's any improvements that you guys can make as well. Oh, yeah. definitely. There's always room for improvements. Yeah. Next time we're all in Plymouth, in, in, you know, when we're out of this, uh, of this current situation, come along and see us at, uh, at our new place. Yeah, you've moved, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, to the merchant. We are now at the merchant. Yeah, yeah which isn't far from our office. Ah, that's go. right. Just a small walk. Well, yeah, a good place to go and get um, a cup of coffee. Or something. Yeah. Well, well, we got a ping pong table, so you maybe come down there and we have a get <laughs> ping pong. And I'm the other useless. <laughs> Sorry. And the only reason we moved is I'm closer to Foxy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can walk to the pavilion and meet him. Yeah. Well, I can't let you go, Lee, without saying a big thank you for the help you've given us recently, because I know you've been following the work that. Um, that I've been doing and Will and I and, and the club in general with Tamil Grow Local. So um, you've been very kind enough to work on a new website for Tamil Grow Local, which hopefully will be out very soon. So a massive thank you for no from Tamil Grow Local from me as well. Um, really appreciate it. It's looking, it's looking cracking. 
yeah no problem at all you know it's, we've got the time you know and we just want to help people so if we can help as much as we can then you know we will and um, it's been a good project so you know you guys are doing some great work and um, we just want to give back so yeah thank you great seeing you all right hope, hope to see you at a game shortly hope to see us all at the game shortly yeah love to be at a game shortly <laughs> it's been a while we're all looking forward to a game yeah absolutely yeah um, well, once again, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Um, uh, we will keep you posted as to who's up next. But Lee, a big thank you from us for joining us today and uh, good luck with everything during the lockdown and after. No problem. Stay safe, everyone. Cheers, Lee. Take care.